controversial. It's not controversial. It's a controversial episode today to an extent. No. Bit of, no. Not controversial. Never. Not this show. No. Ever. <laughs> Everyone loves us because we're not controversial. We never call out Doctor Who YouTubers ever. Well, I'm just talking about we got the Zygon two-parter today. Yeah. And, and that's one that I feel like was so prestigious mm-hmm. and loved for a long time. Yeah. And then, I don't know, just like the last couple of years, people have been maybe more open that they don't like it as much or they've started to not like it. It was kind of news know. to me when you said that, right. actually. Okay. I haven't heard anyone talk about it, which is why I'm so interested to actually hear more about that mm-hmm. because, yeah, I didn't know that people kind of hated it over the years. It yeah. was interesting to me. But well, to, news to me. break down this lovely conversation, mm-hmm. to, to give us the hot take, the biggest insight of all of the insights, we're joined by a very special guest today. She has been... Yes. A friend of the show for a very, very long time. She is a very talented musician. Yeah. She is a kind of, could I still maybe call her a podcaster? Yeah, sure. Um, Why not? I loved loved her podcast. Uh, Yes. I really did. uh, She's a David Tennant junkie. She's a A plant-based queen. I call her a plant-based queen. A plant-based queen. She's a gym junkie. A gym junkie, yeah. She is a very great friend of ours. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Vinny. Hey. Hello. Let's go. How good. Man. Watch the crowd clap along. They love it. Yeah, look at them all clapping. How good. Loving it. Welcome back, Vinny. First time you've been back since uh, season six is closing time. It's been way too yeah. long. So Thank you for joining us again. I know, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. Yeah. I feel like very long time. you'll never have me on any episode that has anything remotely to do with David Tennant. <laughs> but... That's true. <laughs> we wouldn't get a word in. <laughs> exactly. But I will wow. say, when I started this episode, because I've obviously never seen it before, mm-hmm. I okay. it started with like Shit. a previously on... And it flashed back to the 50th, the 50th and I saw yes. Tennant and I was like, what yeah, satisfying. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a that's wow. a, a huge piece of info though that we all need about Vinny. Is that Vinny has not seen you've seen season eight, right? Is that Pete's first season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But not nine or ten. I didn't know that. Or like Okay. And then like one or two episodes of Jody, right? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm such a weird Doctor Who fan. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Just watch David Tennant over and over again. That is an interesting nice. perspective because I didn't know they hadn't seen it. So, yeah, that is yeah, so bonkers. Wow. I've seen series one and obviously two, three, and four. My heart, my mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. I've seen all of Matt's run. Um, even though, like, when that was on, I was sort of sporadically into it. I remember watching series five every week. Series six... I feel like I watched every week, but I don't remember. Series 7, I I remember watching Bells of St. John and thinking, this is lit. And then, is it Rings of Atkinson? Atkinson. Yeah. yeah. I fell asleep during. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> I thought it was so boring. Yeah. No, that's totally <laughs> and, fair. Yeah. And so I didn't watch anything else of Series 7 until... Um, Sort of maybe the finale, and I caught up on it because then I was really excited for the fiftieth. Yeah, and then I was sort of on a roll. Then like obsessed, seen it all, super buzzed for the fiftieth. Watched the fiftieth live, um, watched the Christmas special, watched all of season eight because I really loved that. 
that got me really like back in like David Tennant level. I loved it. Wow, How good. And then I think it was the third episode of series nine. I thought it was so dull, and I just wow. never watched it. Why do I say that? <laughs> yeah. we, had a, we had a mate, we mentioned this on the show, we had a mate who had the exact same reaction. He stopped watching on that same episode. On that exact same episode. <laughs> That's crazy. That is funny. Wow. That's very funny. Oh Interesting, because we both like that episode. Yeah, but I love that. We're yeah. both Series 7 stands, so I was sad that we didn't get you on in, in Series 7. Because mm. we could just like froth over Series just 7 for a bit. scheduling, isn't it? Mm. Wow. I think okay. as well, and this is totally a lie and just a a joke but we couldn't have you on within the rtd and david Tennant announcement you needed like a few months to calm down from that because like, that would have been crazy right tell us a bit about your love for david Tennant. i mean i just adore the man mm. <laughs> like but i feel bad like especially in the doctor who universe because i'm like like to me he is like the best doctor he's my favorite but it's sort of it's not just because i love him it's like it's because he was my first doctor and i've got that nostalgia and i think like the stories are really good and i've got really weird opinions on doctor who anyway like series four being one of my least favorite seasons (laughs) yeah that is is an interesting take i've seen you on twitter get a lot of shit for that that's an interesting take yeah like I still think it's a great season, but I feel like there is no perfect to season. Me, There's always it's so many ups and downs. Weak. And everything, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not consistent. The highs are really high, but in the middle you've got so many lows. Like I don't like the library episodes. Yeah, neither, yeah. No, you guys, so, like, ah, oh, this is why me and Vinny get along so well. What are you guys? Finally, <laughs> someone who doesn't like the library episodes. I think they're dull as hell. Well, Vinny is one of yeah, two people are. on this planet that enjoys the bells of Saint John. Yeah. So that's our yeah. that's our bonding. Yeah. Okay. I'm the other of the that's two people. That's an interesting take as well. Mm. To be fair, I that's like fun. I like bells of Saint John. I love uh, love and monsters. I think that's a great episode. Yeah, I love that shit. What's that your slaps. What's your favorite episode? Mm. ever yeah mm-hmm. uh what's of mars good good cool this is why we're friends this is why we're friends i think this is why we stand i think that's, that's an amazing two. pick i love that mm-hmm. i th- i think that's top tier you know it's got the scare factor it's got the thrill it's got like and i like i like it doesn't have a companion but it sort of works all the characters are really strong but i say after that really high up is the um Satan Pit two-parter yeah. in series two. So good. Quality. I think they're great. James Strong. Very good. Yeah. So going into this Zygon two-parter today, did you have any expectations? None. None. I had no idea what it was about. Obviously Zygons, but that's all I knew. Yeah. Can I ask, did um did you uh, request to come on for this or did, did, did you say, do you want to come on for it? I think... You you said like oh what one do you think I should come on for in series okay. nine and I was yeah. like I think you might like these two okay so okay. yeah so because because I'd never seen series nine aside from the the couple that I watched when it first, first aired three, mm-hmm. yeah I was like you pick an episode for me to come on and I'll watch it like this is like a first you know I could have done a reaction video for it like <laughs> yeah. literally yeah. no idea what happened no idea what to expect. Yeah, interesting. Huge. <laughs> so as we said earlier, Vinny is a very talented muso. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about your music at the moment. Where are you at? It's been a good... It's been six months since we last spoke. Um, I don't even know. Did we touch on Vinny's music last time we spoke? Um, I think 
Yeah, I think briefly, but it was a completely different setup. And I think um, we were all three of us were on Zoom. It mm. was quite hard to do a like a coherent show, I think. And I think it might have been a bit rushed. So I don't know if we actually got to talk about it and in I, depth. I least. don't think Candy Floss was out then, was it? It might have been. I think it might have been, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So where are you at music, music land right now, Vinny? Um, just, I found that being a musician and being creative is, it has its ups and its downs. And I'm sure both of you understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I've been in a down for quite a few months now. And I don't, it's, I'm struggling to get out of it, even though like, I still want to create, like it's still, it's all I want to do in life is music. But it's just hard to like, you can't force yourself to create. Yeah. It's got to come. Or certainly like from a music standpoint, like, you know, when you sit down and you try and force yourself to write a song, it's crap. It's, it's always going to be crap because you're forcing it. Yeah. I did that with a, with a script once, coincidentally, and I make this joke all the time. It was called Force, and it was very forced. And it's one of the, these posters behind from... We blew these up for my 21st birthday, which was Oscars-themed. Fe- Oscars so my mum was like, oh, we'll put your posters up like the Oscar posters. And now I have... Now I just seem really obnoxious by having massive posters of my terrible and then university the, short the middle, films. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that's that, sick. That Force film was like... I... I you know, I, I'd made a, a decent film for my first big film at uni. Um, and I got like a lot of like <laughs> a lot of rimming from the teachers for that. And I was like, fuck, I need to make this next one really good. I need to make sure I'm directing the next one. And I forced the most like unoriginal kind of screenplay ever. And it was just so uninteresting and uninsp- uninspired in every way, I think. Um, so I, I totally relate that kind of. Can I can I ask as well? Because I know when um, I don't know a reason why. Because I used to um, I used to like DJ a lot, and I found like the. Do you find the crowds kind of differ your creative process? Because I would find that if I had like a really good crowd, I'd feel really great about myself. But then if I had like some people who just thought I was shit, it would make me want to go home and throw my my DJ deck in the fucking trash. Like, do you? I know you perform in front of crowds a lot. Do you find um, good ones and bad ones inspiring or do you just find it hard like like what I just said? Yeah, I think the crowd can definitely make a big difference. Like, I played a gig a couple of weeks ago and it was only in, like, a local bar. Um, they had, like, an alternative music night once a month and they, you know, showcase local talent and stuff. And I played that and then... I got I had like a few like friends and colleagues and people because I work in a gym. Um, people that come to like some of my exercise classes, they came to the gig, and that was really nice because I was like, "There's a nice group of people here that have all made the effort to come out and see me, and they all like for the first time, and they all really enjoyed it." And so like that is like a real high point. But I've also played gigs where I like. I've stood on stage and there's been three people in the whole room. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that difficult or do you kind of feel like you can let loose a little bit? Um, it's difficult because, you know, a lot of the times when that happens, you're a support act. So, like, I'll be supporting 
the headliner. And by the time the headliner are on, the room is packed out, nearly sold out. But when I'm playing, there's only a handful of people in there. That's difficult. That's a difficult hurdle to sort of overcome and accept that that's how it's going to be for a while. But the way I see it is, even if I'm playing to one person, if that one person likes my music, that'll benefit me in the long run. Yeah. Because I'm still getting through to someone. That's right. It's so hard. gaining another fan. Yeah, it's, it must be so hard for, like, I have so much respect for openers at concerts because, like, yeah, uh, the bigger majority of the room doesn't know your music so they can't sing along. And yeah. for an artist not to have a crowd singing back the songs and you're almost trying to convince them that you're, like, you know, good and a good songwriter and a good singer, yeah. I have so much respect for openers. That must be so scary because a, a large majority of the crowd wouldn't know your music or your stuff. And, yeah. Oh, I and so couldn't imagine, honestly. In doing that as well... You're also trying to like hype up the crowd a little bit, right? Yeah. For, for like the, <laughs> yeah. the main act. Yeah. So you're like trying yeah. to hype them up with music that, that they, they might, not, might know. not know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's just, yeah, it's and difficult. It's, it can also be hard. I remember I played, I supported a local ska band, which were, they were, they're great. They're so energetic. They had a massive following. Um, but when I support, I just it's just me and my guitar and I play quite like emotional songs yeah. so it didn't really fit the bill yeah that's tricky <laughs> and it, right it, I wasn't like getting anyone energized because all of my songs are really you know sad and emotional <laughs> yeah poor Vinny just opening her heart but it is what it is yeah like it's, it, it, even yeah, if it's I get hard. a gig I still feel like I'm going in the right direction mm-hmm no, definitely. Every little bit like that is like a step forward. And that's, um, mm. it's all great. And every single one's a learning experience, even if it's not your, your number one gig, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, I think at the moment, I'm trying to deal a lot with negativity. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a chat, someone, I based, someone asked me about my music. And then they ended up being uh, arsehole about it. And they were like, oh, you need to play songs that everyone knows because no one cares about your own songs. And I was just like, piss off. Like, I that might be what you like. If you want to go out and go to cover bands, which is fine. Like, I went to a cover band on Sunday and I had a great time. But I was like, if you just want to do that and not support any new music then that's fine. And he was like, yeah, we're all new music shit. And I was like, well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, that's so good dumb. for you. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to that shit. That's just, that's just dumb. Yeah. If like, it's like, it's just shit that you hear from people. It's just like, it's crazy. Like in the amount of stuff you'll hear. And I think, you know, like you were saying, like we always say, like if I think if you're just like staying on that road and like, you know, continuing to work and not listening to, that negativity because I literally said this in therapy yesterday I was like I mentioned someone who said quite a similar thing to me when I was like maybe 19 and I said in therapy yesterday like if I'd listened to he slash she's advice I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now and, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm very happy about it and I think it's so important as much as it hurts like believe me I, we know it hurts yeah but it's very important to you know stay true to yourself and if you feel like it's the right idea and you believe that in your heart and it's important to keep 
do that. That sounds so cheesy and cliche, yeah. but it's it's true. I, it's I cliche feel like, for a reason, you know. I feel like the most relatable thing to anyone that works in like any art or anything like that, any like very ambitious um, thing is like you go back to school at some point or you bump into a teacher or something mm. and you talk to them. And they're like, oh, so what are you doing? And I literally had this situation where I was with like two people and like one of them was like learning to be a doctor or something. And one of them was like learning to be a lawyer. Yeah. And he was like going around. He was like talking to them and then asking all them questions. And they were like, oh, Aiden, what are you doing? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just, you know, trying to pursue film, getting film gigs on the side where I can and, oh, okay. and stuff. And they're like, <laughs> okay. And then they just immediately go back to doctor and lawyer person. And it's like... Yeah. Come on, motherfucker! Like, yeah, I know it's it's nuts. Yeah, I thought, yeah. it's just hard. Mm. Yeah, like I wrote it on Twitter the other day, but when I was at sick form, so when I was doing my A levels and I had to, you know, pick what uni I wanted to go to and what I wanted to study at uni, I I was really stuck because there's like a few different like interests of mine, and I was like, oh, do I do philosophy? Do I do this? Do I do that? And I was like, no, like. What do I want to do long term? I want to do music. So I looked at music courses and I decided what unis I was going to go to and what courses I was going to apply for. And they're all like music related. And when I told the head of sick form that I was going to a specialist music uni to study music business, he just didn't even acknowledge me after that for like three months, like three, four months. Yeah. Like I remember sat there in the common room and next I was between two of my friends he asked them how like their A-levels were going skipped me asked the person next to me and then proceeded to ask every other year 13 in the common room Damn. but it's like he didn't care because I wasn't doing a proper degree that's rough that happens at school yeah. that happens a lot as well yeah it just yeah, yeah that shit I just think we're, but we're also like, we're also a different generation. And I think we're also, um, as much as the cliche of like, you know, you need to know someone in the industry. It's like, that's not really a thing anymore. It's like, you've got YouTube and you've got like Spotify and you've got places to put your shit out to. And mm. it's like that backwards way of thinking, like back in their day. Yeah, that was true. You would need to know someone in the industry, but now it's like, you don't. You can look at this. This is completely independent. Like I also don't think that's necessarily an obstacle. It's just like a harder thing. Mm. Well, it's an obstacle. It's not a. It's not a roadblock. You know, because like making like big films with with money and stuff like that. Yeah, you have to mm. meet people and things like that. Um, but it's stuff that yeah maybe it's daunting. But like it's stuff that you can do. You know, like you just yeah. got to make sure you're going to the, those events and stuff to meet those people. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I, d I don't know All why. All jobs are hard, though. Like, you, yeah. you have to, to, like you said, a doctor and a lawyer, they would have to work to get, a lawyer would have to work to get clients. Uh, Dude, one of my best friends you is, know what is I mean, like, like a lawyer, and he's like worked his ass off to get where he is, right? Yeah. And it's like, what's the difference between that, that and... I really don't think there is. I just think yeah. one's more in like society, one is seen better than the other. Yeah. 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 But I Unfortunately. think... I think the only difference is that, you know, if... Like, if I made it, so to speak, you know, if I was, you know, had got signed and had a number one album, then all of a sudden everyone would be like, she worked really hard for that. Like, yeah. this was always a dream. But I like, always believed in her. Unless I get there, no one will ever say that. No one will say, yeah. like, oh, she's really working hard to follow her dreams. It's only until I get there. Whereas when, like, if you're you know, want to be a lawyer. It's like, oh yeah, she's trained to be a lawyer. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. It's almost like 
it's shameful to want to do something creative until you actually do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That person That's that so was trying true. to give you that That's really so that person that was trying to give you that really shit advice will be like Oh, I was always such a, I was big such a fan. fan. I knew of, her of, when she was <laughs> Exactly. La- Last Daughters is the, the name that you go by as your like act name, right? Where does where does that mm-hmm. stem from? Um really simple. I used to live in a pub and when I lived in the pub, that's when I started writing my own music. Wait, so, you lived sorry, hold on. Sick, that kinda like, went over my head for a second. Uh, you lived in a pub? Probably upstairs. Yeah. That's, that's quite, so cool. quite common in the UK to that's... like live on top of the yeah, so awesome pub. My mum used to run pubs. Wow. That's pretty sick. That's actually. awesome. Yeah. So that was my life for a while. That's so cool. And that's when I started really focusing on my music. So it just made sense. Awesome. That does. That's actually really cool now now. I like that. That's very cool. That's, we, a, that's a really cool uh, meaning. We've got to start talking about some Zygons in a second. But what I do want to say is, Vinny, yeah. and I promise I'm not like trying to stalk and look around your room, but it did catch my eye. Behind you, the the hat. I think we have matching Venice hats. Is that like a Venezia hat or something? Oh, the stripy one. Yes. No, it is... Um... Am I a fool? Is that a sailor's hat? Croatia. No. Oh, ah, dude. The the same company must make them for the same countries, for, for different countries. <laughs> so I do I love one. your hat rack. I, meant, I I noticed that last time. Yeah, it's actually really sick. Love a good hat rack. Vinny's got an array of hats behind her. We got to get into the show. Um, and very shortly we are going to hear a little bit of Last Order's music. Woo! A little bit of Candy Floss, which is going to be very cool. Woo. Um, but speaking of music, music that we all love to hear <laughs> and listen to. We are the 50% Dog Care podcast, (laughs) and this is uh, the work of art that is the 50% podcast theme. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50% podcast. Can I ask you, Vinny, what you think of this creation? As a muso. As as a music, (laughs) as an artist yourself, what do you think of that beautiful beat that you just heard out, our lovely intro? Mm -hmm. I love it. I... I'm glad you didn't ask me what I thought of the Torchwood one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great. That's a bonus track on the vinyl, okay? That wow. I love that. Yeah, we addition. always love to... I feel like we always, like, get a bit um, a bit insecure when we play our intros and we sing our outro and we have guest mm-hmm. songs. for like, look, when we do it by ourselves, there's no one here and they can listen to it in the safety of their own homes. We yeah. don't have to see their cringing reactions. When the we actually outro. have a guest on, we're like... Okay. The outro is the one that gets right. me. Surely, Vinny, you harmonize with us or something when we do the outro because it's it's tradition. Yeah, it's I'll try. It's tradition. <laughs> we it's love tradition. it. We I love, love it. that. All right, friends. Should we talk about some Zygons? Let's some, do it. We should probably do it at some point, right? That's so, why we're here. The Zygon Inversion and the Zygon Invasion is the eighth and ninth episodes of the ninth series of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who, first broadcast on BBC One on the 7th of November 2015. So I assume the second part was the 14th, right? That sounds about right. Written by Peter Harness mm-hmm. and Stephen Moffat and directed by Daniel Nettheim? Nettheim? I don't know. That's the uh, last name. Um, yeah, and it's about set in present day London. Episode involves Bonnie, the leader of a splinter group of shape-shifting aliens called Zygons, taking the form of the Doctor's companion, Clara Oswald. Bonnie intends to use an object called Osgood's Box to unmask 20 million Zygons on Earth, thereby starting a war against humanity. <gasps> right. Wow. So, 
we kind of touched where Vinny was at mm-hmm. going into this episode. Zero expectations. Yeah. Going into this on rewatch, Connor, where were you? On, and, uh, on did, rewatch. Uh, okay. Did you love it when you first watched it? And what did you think going into watching it this time? I think I did like it when I first watched it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this was... Um, and I've always loved the... Because um, it reminds me of Russell's era. Because I'm a Russell sim, much like Vinny. Yeah. Like, you know, the the modern day episode Sail on Earth remind me of Russell's era. Mm-hmm. So having that is always, you know, it's like a soft cushion to yeah. lay your head on, you know, mm-hmm. as like a premise of the episode. And I think I was very excited. I think when season uh, nine was being filmed, there was always rumors that it would be like a sequel to Day of the Doctor, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a really good idea. Um, and I think when I watched it, I think, I think I just liked it. I found season nine when I watched it quite, quite bland and bleh and mm. quite anticlimactic. Uh, there is the the speech, obviously, at the end. Iconic. Which is, uh, yeah, iconic. Mm-hmm. And um, But, you know, big questions have been raised about if the speech wasn't there, how we view these episodes. And I think that's the thing that was going through my mind. Definitely when, 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 same for me. When re-watching it. Which, when I rewatched it, I found them fine. <laughs> fine? You found... Fucking fine. I don't know. Okay, interesting. Like, I just, I thought they were... I think the speech is... It's a really good point, I think, if the speech isn't there. And the speech is very nice. And Peter's great, as always. But I found... Um, I found it fine. I, I definitely enjoyed it more than I'm making, my, uh, making it sound. Okay, I yeah. But I... I I, uh, yeah. I just feel like maybe in some places it could have been done better. The parts I liked, I really loved, though. Yeah. When... I think I really liked it when it was airing from memory. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And I've always thought, yeah, it's solid. It's one of the highlights of Series 9. And Definitely, I went into yeah. it, uh, same mindset as you just said then, Connor, being like the speech is like huge. And what's it like, you know, just try and forget the speech until it comes up and just assess the episode without the speech. Exactly. And I'm going to say I bloody enjoyed this two-parter. Hey. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Aiden's I think, loving a Season 9 episode. Finally, I, let's go. <laughs> I think part one is like, it's a bit slow and it's a lot of setup and um, lots of people just like having a chat, which is fine. Um, but then part two, I just thought was like, uh, it was the most fun I've had this season watching an episode of series nine. Yeah, good. Um, and yeah, I just, and, and I think, you know, people are like, so like some people even say the speech isn't actually that good and like these days i don't know why because i'm i genuinely think it's an incredible performance from peter mm. and i think it it drills home what it's trying to say you know it's got the, the episodes have a lot to say which i appreciate mm. it's not just zygon invasion thing it's like you know it's talking about like war and terrorism right and yeah. and i think that's that's great Vinny, i'm so excited to know what you think and i hope it's all good um what did you think of these two episodes I thought they were, you know, all right. Hey. Oh, damn. I thought you were going like, to really no, enjoy this. It was a positive, definitely. Like, from what I've seen of Series 9, which is not a lot, mm-hmm. I'd say this is probably the best I've seen sure. of it. Okay, good, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the first part, probably more than the second part, actually. Interesting, okay. I liked... That they didn't really know what was going on, and they were just like, like Connor said, like set on Monday Earth. It is sort of a familiarity, yeah, which I think helped to why I like it. Um, but I also like the fact that it was it was linked back to what happened in Day of the Doctor because 
when I was watching it, I was like, it's true. They never really touch back on that again. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. That really is true. Yeah. And I think it's nice yeah. to have. Like they just... It almost goes back to like what Russell was doing with like the Dalek story that was like, it didn't necessarily need to continue like after Doomsday. Yeah, obviously they like teleported away. Like, like darks in my hand and stuff. And it was just like slowly, just like episodes that they didn't need to do. Like Dallas in Manhattan and stuff, they didn't need to kind of do that story necessarily. And and I think, and yeah. And Dalek Khan goes to Stolen Earth. Yeah, and it like yeah. kind of keeps going a bit. And, yeah. and I like appreciate that this was like something that he didn't need to do, but it builds the world of Doctor Who, which I think... You know, we have names of planets and different races. There's a world for Doctor Who out there, but sometimes it lacks that consistency and, you know, that those sort of... Yeah. The, uh, we don't see the repercussions of things that happened seasons and seasons ago very often. And I think that's, yeah. that's, that's really, really cool that's to really see. True. And it's realistic and that's what real life is like. And I yeah. think this when they finally acknowledge that, you know, like Kate Shrew has a really great line <laughs> in the episode where she says, you left us with an impossible, like, decision to yeah. make. And I'm like, thank you, finally. There's some actual, like, repercussions to the dots just being like, okay, I'm going to yeah. go yeah. now and, you know, leave and you guys have to guys do deal with thing. it. Yeah. I like how I think, Pete was like, th- this This all happened on a very special day to me. Yeah. I was like, that's a good, a good yes. little thing. Yeah. That's yeah, really yeah, good yeah, lines. Yeah. Really good lines. Yeah. I, um, I liked that he also referenced back to how he had to make a decision yes. with a button. And a box. So he knows, because they're like, how could you possibly know? And he's like, oh, I do know. Yeah. Um, mm. But I I liked, like like what you said, like, you don't get to see the fallout of something that happened before, unless it's, you know, a continuation of a story, like Utopia into Sound of the Drums or Sound of the Drums into Last Time Lords. Like, you see the repercussions there. Yeah. But, like... You never see what happens after that. Whereas, like, I think it's... When you think about Day of Sotra, you're like, oh, yeah, they did just leave Zygons just in yeah. a room 20, with Unit and you don't really million. know what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I thought was really interesting is that, like... Um, and there could have been a very good reason for this. They might have just wanted to give Pete his first season, but I really like how there is quite a big chunk of time between Day of the Doctor and this episode. Like, it's a whole yeah. season. And also, yeah. it was like, what, two years? Two and a bit years, probably? Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, end of 2015. Yeah, so, so two years, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that they... Um, and it, again, it might have it might have just been like, we want to give Pete a first season. Yeah. But I think it's um, cool. Like, after, after a while, you get like a... Like, even that intro at the beginning, you get, like, a, you know, a, get a continuation on from the story. I, I think, think it was really fun. Yeah. The intro, whilst it was fun to see them shots for de- from Day of the Doctor and stuff, it was very, like, uninspired. Dun, like, dun, it was dun, just, dun, like, dun, dun, a bit dun, of text dun, saying, dun, like, once upon a time. That's what you did three with doctors. Um, our 100 episode, by the way. You know, when you did, like, a long time ago. Yeah, sorry. Like... I was very uninspired with me doing no, that. No, but I didn't know where you got that from. No, I didn't intentionally pull that from that. That's oh, a, really? That's a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> is that really a coincidence? Yeah, that is a coincidence. Shit, because when I watched that, I was like, this is where I got it from. Because I had a, no. when I watched it first time, I was like, oh, this rings a bell from somewhere. Yeah, okay. no. Otherwise, I would have used the music. But, okay. well, well then, yeah, YouTube would Gold. take it down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, interesting, interesting. What did we think of? So Jenna in this episode has has no. two roles. She's obviously playing Kara and she's playing Bonnie. Bonnie. What did we all think of of Jenna Coleman? I mean, I like her. I think she's great. Yep. I love I love Kara. I'm watching because I've not seen sort of anything with Clara in for years. 
because you know as we established i have a real issue with just watching the first four seasons and nothing else um but i forgot how great she like i think she's probably one of my favorite companions same yeah um and yeah i thought she was great i i think i think it might have been a bit lazy using jenna as bonnie they could have perhaps done something else but i thought she was like, great the as bonnie, twist though. at the end of the first episode was cool but by the end of the second i was like i'm sort of bored of this mm, damn no, i agree damn really yeah, yeah i agree yeah definitely because i i really yeah i don't know I, I kind of like stopped thinking of her as like clara you know and, and i really was like invested in this performance of her as, as bonnie like i really kind of felt for her and I, I in that final scene like when pete's you know going off going off his head i um <laughs> i i felt for for jenna when well for for bonnie when like i don't know she had very little lines but her, her short lines the delivery and the emotions on her face i just felt like that was cool she kind of knew that what she was doing was was pointless like she knew the doctor was right but she was sort of like Oh, I've, like I've gone this far. I need to run with it. It's like you know when you're in an argument and you start arguing with, arguing with someone, yeah. And then like you get halfway through the argument and you're kind of like, oh, I'm actually wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. I, it, I really felt that from her well, in that you keep scene. Keep going with it because you've already. Yeah, yeah. You keep going with it for down. a bit, and then it gets to a point where you're like, fuck no, like I'm just wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I just think that like you know, I found that I just found this is this is a silly little point, but I found the name a bit off-putting like bonnie it just it just took it just it, i couldn't right. take it seriously like, yeah okay yeah and like throughout the whole episode there's this weird joke going with peter where he zygella he keeps zygella is another one that pissed me off <laughs> zygella is that like a is that like a um is it nigella, is it nigella dawson is that like a I thing they're going I don't for know. i don't, I don't know. know and pete keeps going Pete keeps calling himself like Doctor Disco and stuff, and I found that shit so cringe. And he says his name's Basil. I'm like, this is just so dumb. Like, I, I can I can see through the cracks, Moffat. I enjoyed squeezing it, squeezing through, making that was dumb jo- internet history jokes with okay. his glasses. That when he Bro, when he said that line, I was like, Fuck. Moffat, you've been doing this for five seasons now. You've gotten yeah. to a oh point gosh. where you're literally reusing jokes it's just <laughs> cringy and like Moffat, Moffat seems to be hopping you, yeah. on Moffat seems to be hopping on like scripts like there's no tomorrow in this season is he? yeah he he co-wrote um, he co-wrote last week's and he's co-written this and to be fair there was that quote from Peter is he Chris Chibnall a few years ago like a few years ago Peter said Moffat like jumped on some scripts that were that seemed pretty unsalvageable and like Moffat salvaged them to make them like decent so yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that could have been the case with this one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so because this was like pretty enjoyable for me. This was just like Plus I, he wrote day. He wrote day. day of the Doctor. Yeah, so maybe he wanted mm. to like tie that over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am a sucker for a big unit story. I love unit. Like it's the only like big finish thing that I still listen to from time to time. I just think that unit they're just cool, and I love the unit characters in the Moffat era. Um, I think they're, they're a lot of fun. So I love seeing more Osgood. I love seeing more Kate. I was thinking, this is the last time we see them before Flux. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, shit, it is. This is the last time we see them for like six years. And that's just, it's just Kate, not even Osgood. Yeah, just Kate. Yeah, this is the last time we see Osgood. Wow. I guess her story is kind of wrapped up and... Oh, I'll be keen to see her back. Look, she yeah, can come back, but I can see, I could see if they leave her character here. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it's, what, what do you yeah. guys think of that? Like, the, there's that whole thing where Osgood's like, I'm not going to tell you which version of me oh, I am. Because do you remember at the end of Series 8, Osgood dies? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Missy, Missy kills Osgood. It's really quite, it's not good. It's, it's Osbad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was such a bad joke. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. And, and. <laughs> Crikey. Yeah, so she dies, and then obviously, well, that might have confused you a bit then when when the doctor kept being like, "Which one are you?" Because it's like human or Zygon. Is she the human one or the Zygon one? Which one? Which one did Missy kill? Fuck! It got so annoying. Stop! Oh, why are you so mad? Just now, man. Why is this I'm episode... a mad person. I just man. I just found it so annoying. No, I'm, that's fair. I'm, I'm not gonna. Good. I'm Oscar. I'm not gonna Fucking hate your opinion. Give me a break, honestly. Damn. Yeah. Connor was angry watching these I'm episodes. Bitch ass hater. What can I say? Yeah, I know. I, I, I <laughs> No, you're allowed uh, to. You're allowed to. I feel like um. I feel like Ingrid Oliver can annoy me sometimes. And that's kind of it. She's in Peep Show and she plays a very different character in Peep Show. That's right. She is, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did like her line about, she's like, you used to wear question marks and Pete's like, I wear like question mark underwear. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, makes one wonder what the question is. Yeah. I found that yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and I like at the end, she was wearing Sylvester's costume. Yeah. She was wearing the classic uh, Sylvester McCoy costume mm-hmm. with the Zygella Zygon, which again, that just made me, they did it well though. I, I did, I, I was like, I wonder how they did that with the whole two. I'm I think sure, it was. I'm sure Mr. Filmmaker over here could tell me, but I think it was. <laughs> I, I think, don't ruin the magic, Aiden. <laughs> I could tell it was like green, like green screen looking stuff. Is that what it is? For the two shot, it was. So and this then, is my bad neck. Oh, no worries. Um, oh. Connor was having a sook off air that I wasn't talking about. That, yeah, mention, because everyone's going to be like, why is this guy doing this all the time? It's, I slept funny, okay? Okay. Well, um,. If it wasn't a green screen, so much about me, anyone. This is true. I'm sorry, Connor. Um, I touched his leg he again. Me. That's becoming a regular occurrence. Every on episode, the table, I keep. You can't see it. Every episode on the, the table, time. I stroke Connor's leg. This is getting weird. Um, <laughs> and then there's the like uh, the over-the-shoulder shots. They have like a standard. I knew that. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm not, I'm not complete. All right, Xavier, I'm not completely, oh, I'm not completely stupid when it comes to film and stuff. No, I'm just like, yeah, there's, it's easy. Oh! Well, you, you said you, you didn't understand it, so I'm explaining nah, it. I know, like, I knew there was some camera trickery to it, and <laughs> I appreciate that. I thought it looked good, actually. Yeah, it did look uh, mostly good. The Osgoods, the Osgood box. Do we like the Zygons? Osgood's box. I li- yeah, I like the Zygons. I like the design of them. They're cool. You know, obviously it's not changed from the 50th, but I think the way that they've modernized the design is really good. But I think the reason that I find it a bit lazy that they used Cl- um, Jenna Coleman as Bonnie is because, you know, clearly we can't... You wouldn't feel any sort of sympathy or anything towards yeah. the Zygon. So they make it a face that you recognize. I think yeah. that's an audience. Yeah. That's something to benefit the audience or to affect the audience. But I think that's well, why Zygons it's a bit don't really have Zygons don't really have a sympathetic face, do they? They're yeah. <laughs> just they're all teeth. Yeah. But even if it was a different a different actor. Yeah. Sure. Like I feel like it wouldn't hit as hard, and I think that's why it's it was 
a bit lazy because they've done it for Clara because then you're sort of like hmm and it shows off like Jenna Coleman but I don't know like it's just not I don't know that's how yeah. I feel about it <laughs> no that's fair I, I think it's like it, it could also be a thing where I don't think Clara necessarily had a lot to do in this ep- in this story so maybe it was like trying to make it seem like Clara had oh, a bit yes. more more action yeah but then again I, I enjoyed like Clara trying to control Bonnie from from their psychic link thing. I don't know. It was a little, a little weird, but I, a little, I, know, I, I just it. like a little, a little convenient also that like, I never got like, as, as the plane scene is fun. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if you remember this as well, Vinny, but that episode where Osgood dies is in, in season eight is on a plane. It's like, oh, the, it is too. The presidential plane. Yeah. yeah that they use in season eight. And I like that, but I feel like, um, it just it, it felt like they just wanted to do this plane sim. Like, why didn't they just take the TARDIS? Like, why did they have to catch I a, also thought, a, why a, didn't they just plane? TARDIS? Yeah. Yeah. Like, catch a plane. And, like, hmm. I think I think Kate also has to catch, like, a plane to go to New Mexico. And I'm like, why doesn't the Doctor just drop her off to New Mexico and then they yeah. go to... Hmm. I think they um, they create, like, a fictional... It's not Kazakhstan. Is it Kazakhstan, I think? They, connect, they create a fictional place in this episode and it comes back in season 10 with the um oh. pyramid at the end of the world they bring Does back it? that yeah they bring back that place which i think is cool so they create like a they create a state in this episode which i think is fun and they also had the um the actress who was playing um the main unit soldier in that made up place she was peter's co-star in the thick of it so it's continuing on having right. a thick of it actor in it because there was um the guy who played Seb in the season eight final, yeah. he was from the thick of it. So that's I didn't notice cool that she well. was. Who did she play in the thick of it? I don't remember names. I watched that show when I was like, in year, like yeah, right. She she's uh, one of the lead um, one of the lead actresses in it. So mm. I think they were doing a bit of a like a Rizzo Bros community thing. They used to, the Rizzo Bros has always put like a community catch in their Marvel yeah. movies. Um, I think it's yeah. a similar thing where they would bring in a thick of it actor. But I don't even think they did it for season ten. But I found that cool. Mm. I think that yeah. scene was really good outside the church. That was where, really good. Yeah. I really liked that. You're gonna kill me. Yeah, that was quite. Oh no! Because like, oh god! I know it's you're pretty, gonna kill me. I know it's pretty fair to say like they literally just said to you like don't fall for it. But if your actual yeah, mum was like, looking at you saying yeah, that shit, a hundred percent. Don't tell me you wouldn't get. Upset. Yeah, just go inside and have a look at what the evidence is. Yeah, you know? like you yeah. have to physically. I know it was. A Zygon, and they and that guy knew it, but it's like you have to physically shoot your yeah. mother. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that was the whole point. That, I ain't I about people, that. I know people were like, "This is so stupid." He fell for it. I'm like, well, "Hang on a minute." If you actually had to, yeah. like, I know it's yeah. not your mum, but it's an exactly. absolute yeah, duplicate yeah, yeah. of your mum, and you have to shoot them. And there'll always be a little part of you that's like, "I might have been wrong." Mm. So, I really yeah. like that scene as well. Actually, it's very good. I thought that scene has a great score, and I think across yes. the whole. Yes. The whole two-parter, I thought the score was, was solid. I, I enjoyed it. And I also yeah. enjoy the lack of score in the speech. I thought that made the speech feel really real and, and intense. That's yeah. a good point, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was Matt, it would have been like... Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 It'd be like, dun, you have a choice. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it has some really good standout stuff, but I just find... The stuff I didn't like really kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, sure. I guess, because yeah. I'm a hater. You are a hater. I'm Connor, Connor, the Connor hater. hater. Connor hates yeah, him. Connor hates. Connor hates. Like on two parter. I think um, 
Just going back to the Zygons thing, I loved mm. them as a threat. I think they're a great monster. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, the one thing that is funny, and even though the design is pretty solid, like I think the new design looks good. I think in low light, it looks really good. But when you're like looking at them in daylight and... It looks funny, hey? They look very yeah. funny. You know that one and it's like phone camera footage and one of them's like... Yeah, going like, yeah, it like runs away into the... Yeah. <laughs> I love that, I love that. I know, they look so wacky. Have you seen any of the original Zygon episodes, so Aiden? They're only in they're only in one story in series in season 13. Yeah. Uh, Terror of the Zygons, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Have not seen it. Very keen to see it when the when the Blu-ray comes out. That's crazy only in one episode. Yeah, and yeah, I, I that guess that's crazy. I didn't know that. They just did such a good job in that episode. I've heard it's a great, a great story. Is that Tom Baker's story? Yes, it's is that Tom when Baker's he's second the season. Scottish uniform. Yeah, it's in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Harry Sullivan's last story, I think. Um, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Uh, Who did City of Death? No, okay. Harry Sullivan is a is a as a companion. Um, that's my that's my classic knowledge. Show. <laughs> yeah, that's Colin's how much I like, love. I'm relatable. That's how much I love classic Who. <laughs> I know so much about Con- it. Connor, I think you know more about Classic Who than I do, so don't worry. Do you watch any Classic Who, Vinny? I've seen the first ever episode of Doctor Who. Yep. And I've seen Paul McGann's TV movie. Whee! There you go. I love it. Yeah, and that's it. That's and I love so- the TV movie. I think it's great. I love Paul McGann. It's we, we watched severely it severely underrated. We watched it like maybe three months or so ago on, yeah, the, on the podcast. Yeah, a little while ago. And um, yeah, we both I think thought it was just a lot of fun. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's so wacky. It's not great. Like, it, it's not a good. It's not a great movie. Oh, but, no, like, it's not. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, it's like, it's fun. so fun. Yeah, it, it, I think it. The TV movie does a good job at being exactly what Doctor Who needs to be. Sometimes fun. Yeah, yeah, fun. Bit wacky. Bit end of the world but it doesn't really matter like because yeah. it'll be fine i really want to see I love him it. come back like i would love to see paul come back yeah i yeah oh, i really want I to am see him come back so hopeful <laughs> we, we hope in the 60th which we, it would be remiss of us not to ask this question yes Vinny. um i've been holding off asking because i'm scared of the burst of joy and energy that's about to erupt but so the 60th russell t davies is back David Tennant's back. Oh, baby. Catherine Tate's What are you back. thinking? What are you feeling? I mean, I know the answer, I... but yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah I can it. imagine. I literally... But, like, when I saw the news, when I saw that... I mean, when I saw that um, Shooty was cast, I was like shit that's great mm-hmm. like i was so happy mm-hmm. when i saw that russell was coming back i screamed yeah um and when i saw that david was back i ran to everyone in my house <laughs> i went look at this <laughs> he's back and yeah. i was so happy <laughs> no that's that's awesome and it's good to hear what do you think of his new look Oh, I'm obsessed. I think <laughs> it's so good. I think yeah. he looks insane. Like, I think it's already my favorite Doctor Who outfit ever. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Like, he just looks so good. I'm sure he does. And I saw it in person, which you makes d- it even better. Yes. I was going to ask about that. So, you went to the Bristol filming, didn't you? Yeah. How was that? It was sick. I didn't see a lot, you know, like there was a lot of people about. 
Yeah. And it was sort of down a road where, like, loads of other roads meet. <laughs> so it was, like, in this middle bit. But, yeah. So I was, like, I looked at it from loads of different angles to try and get a good view. <laughs> and I, by the end, I caught, I caught one. And in between takes, because during a take, they moved a unit van in into shot so it was like the camera was down an alley and the unit truck or whatever it was was clearly going to be in the the back of the shot mm-hmm. um so when that happened and when they were shooting we had all of the people watching had to be out of the frame <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um but as soon as they like cut and they reset you could then look down this alley and that's when I saw David and Catherine. Wow. How how hard did you have to work to like not jump over the barriers (laughs) and just like sprint? Well, the annoying thing was that like Catherine was sort of down, halfway down the alley, Mm -hmm. but David was the other end of the alley. So he wasn't like super close. Yeah, right. I did see him. But you still saw him. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I saw it being filmed, and I saw, like, yeah, you know, so they cool. had all of the practical effects going, like, loads of smoke and that's awesome. fire and stuff. That would have been so cool to see. That is awesome. Like, just seeing the videos, like, one of my favorite things is just hearing, like, ADs, like, screaming, like, three, two, yeah. one, action, truck. And, like, they're yeah. queuing, like, all the separate things that come in, and, like, like, there's that bit, there's a shot that we talked about where it was, like, they were filming at night, night time, and there was like some unit soldiers running away from a unit truck, and the unit truck blew up. And it's like you have mm-hmm. you hear like action, and unit guys start running, and then they go like second action, and the truck like blows up. And it, it's like it's so fucking cool. Yeah, like, I love looks, that. Shit. It looks great, and it's so nice. I think just to see like the community come out, and mm. um, everyone seems to be Represent. really respectful. And I mean, I feel like you know, it's things like. Oh, this is a oh my god this is a horrible example but you know how people said you always knew where you were when 9-11 happened yeah okay. I feel like this everyone, is, that's a terrible I know it's the first thing that kind of went, <laughs> you, you always know where you were when Russell got announced to be shot up. sorry that's the first thing that came to my head sorry why well, couldn't think of anything else I'm, so, I'm yeah, sorry yeah, but, you no, know, yeah like, I, I understand what you, you mean you know what I'm saying like yeah. you always I was in the pub and I just I couldn't believe well, I seen. I woke you up by calling you. I was no. I was what you woke Nick up. Oh, I, I was watching Nicole a movie and Nick had fallen asleep. And I was asleep. like, "Go on Twitter." I didn't want to spoil it for you. I was like, yeah. "Go on Twitter now." That was great. It was just everyone knew where they were, and just I felt like the whole world just rejoiced. Yeah, everyone just rejoiced. Just like I remember, I had my sister's baby gender reveal the next day, and all me and Dan the whole time were like. What's he gonna do when he comes <laughs> back? Like I couldn't. I loved. I loved the reveal, but I was like, I was so excited about Russell. I was like, what's he gonna do when I he think comes back? Being very invested in this community now, and like having you know friends on Twitter that talk about it all the time and stuff like that, has been has made this like the three month period where they were filming the 60th or, or whatever it was they were filming with David and stuff has was like some of the best three months I ever have, like, in memory of sort of Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. so fun. The, the fact that it got to a point where every day it was like, what? Like, because we would wake up in the morning and you guys are, like, shooting, mm. you know? So it would be like, what happened overnight? And we're, like, catching oh, up on pictures, hundreds of photos. Yeah. We're just sending each other them going, like, 
Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, this just looks... Ins- and I can't wait for that um, energy next year when... When Shooty's shooting? When when Shooty is shooting mm-hmm. and uh, also to when the episodes actually come out, mm-hmm. I think, you know... Huge. It's going to be really big and I think there's, there's going to be just just love in the air and we're all going to be so excited. I, 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 can't, I can't... I can't... I can't... I can't express how excited mm. I am for it. I know we all Me are. Neither. You know, it's just, yeah. it's going to be... It's gonna yeah. be like, it's, it's gonna be history, you know. Yeah. When um, when I was like, when I saw that Dave was coming back, I remember seeing his announcement of when him and Billy were announced to come back for the fiftieth. Yeah. And I remember being really excited for that. Yep. Um, but I don't know. This one sort of hit differently because it's been a long time now, and it was and when. When I then like, you know, when when it was announced they were filming in Bristol and that's just down the road, I was like, well, I've I've got to go. Like, I'm got I'm go. gonna go. Like, and I now sort of, it was like my whole life came full circle because I remember like obviously loving Doctor Who as a kid and watching Doctor Who Confidential. I remember seeing bits on Confidential of them filming in streets and people stood at barriers watching them film, and I'm like, now I'm one of those people, but I'm still watching. David Tennant. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy thought. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. it's all, like never, never ever did I think I'd see David Tennant shooting anything, let alone shooting. For the six years. Like the thing, yeah, the doctor that literally has like changed my whole life. Yeah. And effect, and like been there since I was eight years old. I know. Crazy. That's the part. Like you almost got, you almost get like raised by the show. Yeah. Like, you get raised and you have such different eras in your life. Can I ask you this, Finny? I know you said before when you came on that your family and your parents stopped watching after End of Time Part 2. Mm-hmm. I have a similar thing with my family. And now that David's coming back, they're going to watch his episodes. Is this a similar thing in your household that they're now going to come back and watch David's episodes? Or are they kind of over it now? I imagine that when it gets to that point, I imagine that like my mum... We'll probably end up sitting down and watching it uh-huh. because, like, she likes David Tennant, but it's obviously it's a big thing for me. And like, my brother's very like sporadic with Doctor Who. I've been like rewatching it with him recently, but we started like on series four, which was weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. We wanna we wanna go through like Matt and Pete together. Which would be cool because then it gives me a chance to actually catch up on the whole show. Yeah. Because obviously I want to watch. I now I do want to catch up with the whole show ready for the 60th. But I do feel like as a family, they'll be interested in it because it's familiar to them. Yeah, as familiar, well. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like my parents you know? will, will be the same. That's yeah. also you know it wasn't intentional, but that's that's sort of what we're doing. We. Uh, Doing the podcast so that every episode will be done in time for the sixtieth. Oh, right. right, we planned that from the start two years ago. <laughs> yeah. We planned that. I feel like it's good though. Like it's hard to pitch a show where like it's rewatch podcast with unknown people on it. So yeah, the fact that anyone does watch, I think, is uh, is nice. You. you know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's really good. You know. On that note, big thank you, Vinny, because you've always been like such a big uh, supporter of the show, especially. Um, like we need a clap sound. I know. Well, I'll 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 Yay. add a clap sound part here. Way, because like even you know, not that we're like a, a big show now or anything, but like 
back when we first started and like i remember like off air one time like we recorded episode th- episode four and you were like oh so how did we go last week and i was like oh connor we uh zero views on the last episode <laughs> um but like it was our best yeah because you because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you start from nothing um yeah. and then yeah. you know when we we did start to hear from from you and dylan and stuff that that stuff really meant a lot that there was people listening and, and things like that so that's uh, big thank you. Yeah, Vinny. I'm just waiting for the day where, um, and this might never happen, by the way, but mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the day where somehow uh, Vinny, Dylan, you, and I mm-hmm. are all just sat in like a Weatherspoons, <laughs> just, <laughs> just drinking. Yeah, just I don't know if that ever happened because more just like I don't even know we'll be in the UK at the same time. But, That'd be crazy. But definitely next time I go back, I will definitely. We've got to get you. See you guys. We've got to get Kimmy and Nick to be really close. So that way, so that eventually way. we can pitch like, let's oh. do Europe together. Or even or if like, even, yeah, even if and like then, we meet while we're there. Yeah. And then that something would be. Something like that. And then we could film like an actual podcast episode in person. That would be crazy. At Weatherspoons. Again, at a pub. Yeah. At Weatherspoons. Me and Connor, at the, we, we impromptu went to the pub last week after the episode. I yeah. walked Connor back to his house and I was like, Thursday night, is it too late for the pub? It was like 10 p.m. and we just no. went down to the, went we down to a, the pub. We a, yeah, we had a. A, a cheeky pint. I would have stayed for more, but the, my house was locked and Kim rocked up. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was that was really sweet. We're gonna try and film an episode down there. Well, we'll, we'll see because it's a it's little bit. Easy. We can't really film the footage down the pub. I don't want to sit for an hour with easy. a camera on us at the pub. The, set up the, <laughs> we can do the audio <laughs> easily. We just audio. put labs on us. But yeah. Just set, anyways, like, you need to just set like a phone up. It'd be a piece of piss. Anyways, like we said before, Vinny is a very talented musician. Um, has made well has performed many songs you've made more songs than are released is that right because you've made songs yes. that you play at gigs yeah defo defo it takes a lot to release a song <laughs> i'm sure yeah yeah um a lot of stuff goes into that kind of thing and what we're going to do right now as a very special lovely treat to everyone maybe you'll find your new favorite artist who knows maybe people australian listeners will be flying over to the uk to the next last orders gig Woo! um Ladies and gentlemen, we are certainly fans. We are big fans. Ladies and gentlemen, let's listen to Last Order's song, Candy Floss. Sweet and soft, it tastes so, so good. Light to touch, you just know you Stalking 
Wow. Woo! That is last orders, everybody. How good. Amazing song, Candy Floss. I'll, I'll link it down below so you can listen. We love it. You can add it to your playlist. Uh, Vinny, before we do a wrap up, where can they find you and your music? Um, all my music is under Last Orders. So Instagram is Last Orders Music UK. Uh, Twitter is Last Orders underscore underscore. Uh, Spotify is Last Orders. It's all as one word. Um, Facebook, Last Orders, everything. It's all, it's all under Last Orders. How good. And yeah. My track, my music's not just on Spotify, it's on other streaming service. That's what Services. we love. It also played on the radio, folks. So it did. If you need any more convincing, yeah. there you go. That's how good it... Well, they've all just heard it. Yes. So, but hopefully they all, all loved it, and I'm sure they did. Can I just say, before we move on to um, Geek for the Week and all that shit, um, the speech real quick. I do want to preface. I think it's... I don't think we touched on it enough. I think that it is... It's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's incredible. And it's really long as well. Yeah. I, it's long. I, I think, like that a lot. Anything about it from a production standpoint as well, like like I said, the lack of score, the way it's shot, like this like it's not shot exceptionally, but it's shot in a way that captures the emotion. Yeah, and that's it's, the it's most important thing. Point, I think. Yeah. I like, like that a lot. Really nice so. close ups of, of P and and even I think oh, that's my timer. Even I think Kate did like a really good job with it. And um Yeah, what did you think, Vinny? Yeah, I mean I can't really recollect the speech. <laughs> it's a long speech. Well, you don't know, as Bruh. in you don't know what we're talking about, or... Um, it was at the end of the episode, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a huge moment. It was a big thing at the time. It's about 15 I minutes of the episode. <laughs> I think I must have zoned out. Wow. <laughs> That's a long time okay, to zone this out. Is, okay, this is, okay, this is proof, folks, that the speech... Clearly, just you know, for some people, it was for some people was a uh, was a nothing burger. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Was it in yeah. the Black Archive? Yeah. Yes. It's like right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember bits of it. Yeah. Right. Some <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it hit me. I like love that though. I really, I really love that take because. Yeah. I love people's takes, and that's interesting because mm. so many people would love to just run home about it forever. And I think it's really good. Mm -hmm. Is it my favorite Doctor Who speech ever? Probably not, but I still really, I still really love it. And again, yeah. I like, I do want to say this again. I like how it was long. It was a long, it was a long speech. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but I think things are burns. The, the big speeches in Doctor Who tend to just zone me out, like the right. Rings of Ackerton or whatever that is. Oh, I literally yeah. fell asleep during it. Yeah, yeah I don't wow. remember the episode. It's so boring. I think for me with Pete, it's like that. It's just a roller coaster of emotions in this one speech. Yeah. Like he goes from like anger of like you know why aren't you listening to me? Like you know I've been there, and he go he goes to the remorse of the fact that he has been there, yeah. and then he goes to hope when he's like trying to make it click and in Bonnie kindness and, and forgiveness. Yeah, and, and he has that like yeah. kind smile. And, yeah. and then he also throws in this like game show element, which I know doesn't work for everyone. Fingers on buzzers. Like, fingers on buzzers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know it doesn't work I for everyone. I enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. There we You're go. You're bringing it back to me now. Yeah, that's good. We'll just have to recite the whole thing, should we? Oh, I love that take. <laughs> we'll do that in the extended version of the podcast. Oh, I love that take. That's so good, honestly. I love it. I always remember we, we showed, we had a play. It was the second night of our play. We only had two nights and we took... Was I in this play? Yeah, it was the rehearsal. 
Right, so not to be not confused. confused with Nathan Fielder's HBO show. <laughs> we brought um, our friend Meg to our house, mm-hmm. to your house, upstairs, and we showed Meg the first part. I was going to joke about this. And she was like, she's not a Doctor Who fan. She was like, I really want to watch the second part. So I think even as like an introduction episode, I think it clearly kind of works for some people because mm-hmm. she had not seen anything. And I think it had just come out and part yeah, two had come, hadn't out, come yet. out Yeah. And we watched it on the Friday. And, and it was a rewatch remember, for us. It was a rewatch for us. And mm-hmm. I remember her saying, I just thought I'd bring it out because I thought it was interesting that, like, you know, she. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Mm. Yeah. Shall I move on very quickly? We're going to skip Goo for the Week and all that. And I say skip as in we do it every week. We really don't do that shit we these days. The we, yeah, we're going to do one special segment this week. And it's time to do just Twitter Ting. So I asked over on Twitter for your guys' thoughts on this episode. We don't do it as much as we used to. Uh, ask yeah, for your guys' don't. thoughts. I think we've done it in... I can't even remember the last time we did it. Well, I just thought it's a bit of a controversial episode, so let's get some thoughts. Yeah. Um, we got one big one over on Twitter from the Now That's What I Call Comedy podcast. Our good friend, Jacob. Jacob. Mind. Let's go. Let's be honest. You, if the speech at the end wasn't there, nobody would care about these episodes. They are just a bit shit. <laughs> the Bruh. speech, I don't know how I feel about it. Sometimes I think, yeah, Capaldi is great whilst delivering it, but some fans' use, use of it was cringe. Five out of ten for the episodes. That's pretty... Damn. Wow. That's hard. That's a oh, grim that review. That's shit. a harsh review. Yeah, crike. You got much over on the Instagram? Not really. I If I listened to Aiden's advice and actually posted it when he told me to, maybe. Mm. But um, Instead got, you posted it like two hours before we recorded? It wasn't two hours. So it was three? If, maybe five or six. Okay. <laughs> give, me, give me a little, bro, no, give me a little I'll, bit of credit. I'll oh, give eight, you credit. Sorry, eight hours ago. Sorry. Uh, that's even worse for <laughs> us because I only got one person. So it's like, it's right. not, not even good for us. What did you get? I got, um, I got uh, Crispy Pro sent in. Um, absolute bangers directed by an Aussie too. I didn't know that. I, I did know that, but I forgot that. That's awesome. Now you know. Um, there we go. And uh, do you like Zygon 2 parter in season nine? And yes, got 75% and no, got 25. Okay, so it is still mainly people like this episode. Yeah, right? I think so. Okay, interesting. I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, there we go. Shall we go on to our scores then? That is the the... What we do, do this it. show for is to give a final score out of 10, oh, right, for these episodes. So two parts together, one score. Vinny, you're the guest. The guest always goes first. Lead the way, Captain. Lead the way. Ooh, I think I'd give them all together a 6.5. Okay, that's not a bad score. That's not a bad score. That's Better respectable. Better than Jacob, giving yeah. a solid 5. That's a grim 5. Back down the, straight down I'd the middle. Say- I say between a 6.5 and a 7, but I'm going to stick with a 6.5. All right. Firm on the 6.5. A strong 6.5 yeah. to a light 7. Right. Needle drop. Where are you at, Connor? Um, I'm thinking a strong 7 to a, to a light 7.5. So 7. I think the ne- <laughs> Does no one watch Needle Drop here? What is this? Vinny, not- <laughs> you don't watch Needle Drop. You're a music fan. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think that I would give it a seven, but I feel like... Sorry for watching YouTube. No, I, <laughs> I was laughing because it's like, you know when people go like, oh, you've not seen The Godfather Part 2 and you call yourself a filmmaker? I love how... That's like what that I analogy know, I got is. the joke like, at, when I gave it to, to send it to Vinny and then I decided to do it again, just in case it fl- could flop any harder. Well, sorry, yeah. No, <laughs> no but, oh, I was on. just saying like, I was just saying like, I would give it a seven, but I feel like the, um, the speech 
pushes it to a to a light seven point five. But you're keeping it at seven. No, seven point five. So seven point five. All right. So we have got a six point five from Vinny. Six point five, right? Mm-hmm. Seven point five from Connor. Correct. Man, we just keep going up by one. I'm gonna Eight give this bad boy an 8.5. 8. There you go. I Three. genuinely just had Very a lot spicy. of fun with these episodes. I enjoyed them. They're what I like out of Doctor Who. It's, I think, honestly, in Day of the Doctor, they used very well, so it would sort of contest there. But I think it's like some of the best that units been used in in New yeah. Who because I think Russell didn't do anything that really interesting with the unit. They were just like military people. Did uh, Chris Chibnall do anything interesting with Unit N? Uh, no comment. <laughs> and then we got, and then um, oh lord, and then like Moffat's like he's used them like decently. Um, but yeah. this was like a highlight from Moffat's unit. Yeah, Moffat definitely used unit well. Yeah, mm. I think it was good, and, and you good to spend some time with Osgood, and and there wasn't Kate. as much Kate in this episode, mm. but um, yeah, I still uh, enjoyed it, and can't believe it's five years from now, from from this until or six years from this episode till the next time we see unit. That's that That's is crazy. That's really crazy. bonkers. Mm-hmm. I do think you'll enjoy Flux, though, Vinny. That's uh, Jodie's last full season when you get there eventually. I well, think you'll from, really enjoy that. I think you'll enjoy it if I've you don't watch the finale. <laughs> the Vanquishers. What was that, Aiden? I said, I think you'll enjoy it if you don't watch the finale. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just... It's not terrible. No, it's, it's not. There's been well, worse. But it, it's not a great finale. But yeah. Out of the Jodie episodes I've seen, so I've seen her first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've seen... The end of Spyfall, it was mm-hmm. on the telly, okay. and so I saw the master reveal, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Um, I've seen... Literally my reaction, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the master, wow. Oh, Will. <laughs> go master. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've seen the Christmas one that had Jack in. Yep, of course. Re- um, revolution. Anything with a bit of RTD error sprinkled in it. Yeah, there. a little bit of... Yeah, I thought, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd give it a go. Um, I tried the other Christmas one. Eva Daleks? The most recent one. Yeah. Eva Daleks, yeah, probably. No yeah. idea what happened. I zoned completely out. I love Eva and I really like so that as well. So fucking much. I think about I, it often. I think it's my I, favourite of like Jodie's era. I... I love it. Yeah, I don't I think really it's the best episode it. at all. Absolutely but not. It's, but I it's love fun. it so much. Yeah. I really, really, really love that episode. It's like the one episode where I'm like, I do love this episode. You can literally you can just Garrett. chuck it on no matter yeah. what mood you're in. Yeah. Like, you can just chuck it on. And I think that's... It's so it's so shit, but I love it. Like, yeah. It's so simple, but I just... I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Flux is... Also, Flux is great. Again. Mm. Yeah, Flux is really good. We'll have to get you on when we... Because obviously we reviewed Flux live when it came out. So, do like a you know, we only have series 10 and then 11 and 12. And then we've, we've then the podcast is done. No more podcasts. <laughs> no. Kidding. We'll continue it. We can't get rid of We're us. addicted to it. Folks. You've um, got to do the rest of Torchwood. <laughs> that's true. And Sarah Yep. So yeah, we've got two more seasons of um, Torchwood. But yeah, we'll have to get you on for, for some more... For some Jodie content for in series 11 and well, 12. Well, I've seen... I watched the first episode of Flux, and I thought that was all right. Mm-hmm. The second episode I thought was insane. I thought that was so good. Oh, yeah, it's Flux. Cool. It really is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. The third one was a bit mad. I didn't watch any more. <laughs> wow, so you have seen quite a bit of it. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Interesting. Interesting. I want to watch the Weeping Angel one, because I heard that that was the best one. That's the one right after you stopped watching. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that controversially we kind of didn't like. 
Yeah, we kind of really? towards the end Everyone, of Flux, we, we kind of went against the grain. That's weird because like three was kind of hated, and we loved it. Yeah, and then four was loved, and we kind of didn't like it. Yeah, we didn't. We we like enjoyed. But we enjoyed four, it, but we didn't. We didn't I love enjoyed it. all the Flux for what it is. It's I fun. think It's madness, and I really do I like know, it. A I've lot. said this a million times, but just to respect that it got made through COVID. 100%, like it was 100%, one of the first big productions that went back during yeah. COVID, and. The fact that they put like so much on the line, you know, yeah. when they were filming it, it's easy for us to like not really for, for us to be like, oh, they filmed in COVID when it came out in like October last year, but they filmed it way before then mm. when it was like every day was like COVID can do this to you, COVID yeah. can spread like this, you know, yeah. and we didn't even know what to think. Half no, the time. I totally, I totally agree. It's 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 really good, and mm. that's why I really like it. I think as well as it's actually just kind of fun. Yeah, so it's just fun. It really yeah. is. I, I generally, as much as I kind of dislike Joey's era, I really, really do have a feeling that I'm going to find like a new love for it. I hope so, because I yeah. I feel nostalgic for Series 11, and I don't know why. Like I'm kind of getting there as well. Yeah, okay. Every now know. and then I listen to like 13's theme. It's on my sleep playlist. That song and you showed like, me on the podcast. Do, 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 it's not do, just do. you. And I'm like, Ghost it's a Gun. That, yeah. It's not just you. So that that's the score. That's it's, from Series 12, the one you're bro, talking about. I tell you what, that shit, when I left my tape for the last time, that was just in my AirPods all day. Yeah. Like, it really captured how I was feeling. And I used it on my Instagram story when I posted my, like... I think I saw that. Yeah. And I was I, like, yeah, was boy. Like, I, like, graffitied my TAFE. One of the houses in the TAFE, he had to build, like, fake houses. Like, graffitied CH was here, which is from Medical Soul. But I used... Yeah. I used the Sagana Canola... It's not just you mm-hmm. theme. And yeah. it was just fantastic. So yeah, I really do think I'm going to find a, a new love for Joe's era. I think knowing that Russell's coming back helps. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But um, I really do think I'm going to find a new love for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. positive Connor for season 11, 12 and 13, which I didn't think was going to happen. Lots of positivity. Lots of positivity. Positive mm-hmm. vibes only here. Mm-hmm. Of course. 50% vibes. Thank you very much for joining us, Vinny. It has been great to have you Anytime. on the show again. The plant-based queen. Slay. Woo. Last orders. Woo. Let's go. Um, Let's go. It has been way too long since we had you on. I can't believe it was like we had you on end of series six and then we had seven, eight, end of series nine, you come on. So we've got yeah. to get you on. Well, are we... Oh, there's a plan in the works for a soon episode to have you on again. But we'll talk about mm-hmm. that when we finish recording. Because you know me, yeah. Connor. Connor gives me shit. The moment we talk about something in a few weeks' time, I, I cut it out. Superstitious. Because I'm like, it's not going to happen <laughs> if we if we if we say it. So. To be fair, the one time we did talk about something, it didn't happen. That's true. <laughs> that is true. To be fair, the one time I the left it in, it did didn't happen. Leave yeah. it in, and that was just scheduling conflicts. Mm. But um, it didn't happen. Yeah, well, there so you there's go. the curse. But hopefully, you'll be seeing more curse. of Vinny very soon. Hit up Last Orders everywhere crazy. because we love Last Orders. And we love Vinny. You're a great person. And we love having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us, Vinny. Thank you. You can find us on... I love you guys. You know I love you guys. We love you. And we hope to see you in Australia one day. Yes, we'd love that. Oh, it's happening. In the last Orders World Tour. Yes. better be on that. We get get backstage It's happening before that. Okay, yeah, go on. We get backstage shit easily. We get the VIP treatment. We get Mm -hmm. to go backstage. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 50Doctor. You can hit us up on the YouTube channel to watch our lovely faces. And uh, that's the 50% Doctor Who podcast YouTube channel. I've been Aiden. I've been Connor. And just real quick, sorry and, if and, you've been and watching. And this was Vinny. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. 
Just real quick, if we've been looking down here and not at the camera this week, it's because the Vinny's on the... Yeah, we had to do it. On a, the Zoom. We had to do a last-minute setup change, so... Um, Apologies. Yeah, this we'll, has been Vinny. I didn't know Aiden was going to say that. No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry for I've being been a horrible... There we go. Yeah, Vinny can speak for herself. Can't yeah, I? Aiden. <laughs> Vinny can speak for herself. Uh, are you going to sing with us, Vinny? Yeah, all right. All right, let's do it. All right. The best part of the show. That's, yeah, roll up the sleeves. Oh, let's Lord. go. Alright. You gonna count as Incon? Yeah, okay. And a one, and a two, and a skiddly diddly do. It's Aiden and Connor's and Vinny's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Yo! Yeah! We love that. We love that. Is that the worst you've ever felt in your life? Singing that song? Absolutely not. No. Hey. <laughs> well, that's maybe you can play good. it at a future set of yours. I'm not trying to be pushy <laughs> here, but I thought maybe you could do it. I'll see like, what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if, you can, if you can fit it in, like, you know, no pressure. I'm going to do a cover of this song. Yeah. And <laughs> my friends <laughs> in Australia. Oh, God, I love it.